Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, team, welcome to the Freedom Hot Tuesday, September 20th edition of the program. We have the pandemic is over, psych. Now all the Biden handlers are saying it's not over and we need all the powers of the pandemic and we're never going to stop harassing you and people still need to be scared. And hold on a second, I I thought they said it was over. I thought we were in the trust tree, in the nest, no more pandemic. Oh, no, apparently not. We will discuss what happened there. Plus... Fetterman is a very pro-crime candidate, and we will talk about how he's walking back from wanting to let second-degree murderers out of prison and how this is indicative of a broader mentality among Democrats. And more on the DeSantis flights to the vineyard. Could Delaware be next for illegal migrants who are getting a free ride to different parts of the country? We're going to make sense of all of it coming up here in just a second. But you have to see the mission that Tunnel to Towers Foundation is engaged in and just have so much respect for it. What they're doing is critical. They are fulfilling the sacred oath that we all have as Americans, a sacred obligation to the heroes of 9-11 and the wars that came after it. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring that family stability. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. 
Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives in the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org, Tunnel the to Towers Foundation. Now, it was just, uh, what was it, over the weekend. Here's Biden. Biden is talking about the pandemic. And sure enough, he says, oh, the pandemic, hey, pandemic, not a joke. It's it's over. Here he is. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's okay, wearing so, masks. So he's very, he's very clear. He's very clear. Then he wanted to say no one's wearing masks. He was wearing a mask outside alone two weeks ago. Oh, I, I guess you can believe that we've managed to make COVID less dangerous in the last two weeks. Or you can understand, as we all do, that this is just about posturing for the upcoming election. That is absolutely what is going on here. Uh, but it's funny because, you see, the, the handlers around Biden all had to do a cleanup on aisle Biden as a result of this. Because, for example, little Fouch, little Fauci, he appears, he, he, he walks out of the tiny door in the little mushroom in which he lives. Isn't that where Smurfs live? He lives in a little mushroom and he comes out with his little hipster sneakers on and his skinny tie and his, hey, here I am. I'm a celebrity now. I'm going to be hanging out on a yacht with the Kardashians. I, I hear that the Kardashians are launching multiple billion-dollar ventures. I want a piece of that as your favorite public health expert. Fauci's out there now doing the usual. He gave a quote here to Politico where he said, I'll read it in Fauci for you. What he really meant, meaning Biden, is that the very severe stage of the pandemic of having 3,000 deaths a day, that stage is no longer present. Now, that is the genius analysis that we expect from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah, we all know that that's not happening right now. The point is, is the pandemic over as in, Will the libs stop being crazy wearing masks? Oh, you got to have two. Remember when it was two masks? Got to have two, preferably an N95 and a cloth mask on top. And if the cloth mask can say Biden-Harris 2024 or hashtag BLM, you're even safer. Oh, okay. Remember when that was happening, and now we're supposed to pretend like that isn't that did, wasn't a thing. Double masking, you know. Oh yeah. Sure enough, Fauci comes out and basically corrects Biden, and it's not just him. Here is the Surgeon General, another one of these public health experts who have managed to destroy the faith that anybody can or should have in public health experts. Uh, you know, they, they are now they're about as reliable as fortune tellers. Good luck with the public health experts. Here's Vivek Murthy saying, you know, well, really what the president, you know, let's do a little Biden transit uh, translation. 
Two very different views there of the state of the pandemic. Is the pandemic over? I actually don't think they're all that different. What the president's reflecting is the fact that we've made tremendous progress against COVID-19. We're in a very different place now than we were at the beginning of this pandemic. With significantly lower death rates, we have all of our children back in school. We have people able to go back to work, families and friends able to see each other. But he also said, you know, we have more work to do on COVID, and that's right. And that's what Dr. Fauci and others have expressed as well. We have... More work to do on COVID? Yeah. You know what that means? They're not letting this go. There's still powers that they want to have. They still are clinging to their ability to make you do stupid stuff that does not keep you safe, that does not stop you from getting COVID. And if you get COVID, chances are you're going to be fine. You're probably going to be fine. You know, how many people have gone around just terrified every day? Oh, I might get the flu. You might get the flu. You might even, it's unlikely, you might even die from the flu. If you're older and in poor health, that is possible. But people don't walk around terrified about the flu all the time. You still have people in New York City walk around in masks. If Fauci was not the tiny monster that he is, tiny but terrible, he would come out and say, hey guys, you don't need to be masked up anymore. That is just crazy. But he won't do it because these are his constituents. These are the people that are going to buy his book. You know, I, Fauci, king of the world. You know, he's going to be writing a book. He's probably I'm going to I'm going to take a guess right now. The next Fauci book, he maybe already has a book deal in place, but I'm telling you, Fauci's going to get a seven figure book deal. No one's going to read his stupid book, but people will buy it. You know, why they'll buy it. So they'll have it on their shelf. As a way of telling people, oh, look at me, I, I believe in science. Hashtag science. You know what else this White House believes in is power, power over you. Yes, New York City just fired 850 teachers last week. We've talked about that. Oh, okay. Just supposed to forget that they're firing them for vaccine refusal. Nobody needs this stupid vaccine anymore. If you want to get it, fine. But if you're getting it and you're not over 65 or have a very specific you know health profile what are you doing and the other part of it is increasingly it's clear it doesn't work very well at all so even if you get it and you're supposed to get it might not really do very much for you that's something nobody talks about and in fact there are some like alex berenson who are making the argument based on the numbers of negative efficacy for children meaning they are they are more likely, there is a preprint, I believe, that is out already, a medical journal study, uh, a medical journal rather has a study in it that suggests that people who get the vaccine who are young are more likely to get COVID a second time or maybe even a third time now. Notice how none of them are even being asked the obvious question, wait, so we're rolling out a new shot, a new booster, as Fauci says, booster, B O O. S-T-U-H. That's what'll keep you safe. No one ever says, well, hold on a second. Why do we think that that is going to be appropriate? Why do we believe that that will be an appropriate way to address this next variant? Are we guessing ahead at what the variant will be? They're not. They're not even going to talk about it. They don't even care. It doesn't even matter to them. It's all the same, all the same nonsense. They just want to pretend that they were right. They want to pretend that there's 
no point in uh, going back and looking at all the things that they made us do. Shameful, shameful what the libs have done during COVID. And they were wrong. But it, they would have been heavy handed. Think about this. I would be opposed to the lockdowns and all this stuff, even if there had been some degree of protection. I would be opposed to mask mandates, even if there had been some degree of limiting the spread, because it's all limit the spread until when? I mean, everybody was getting sick anyway. I mean, this notion, it's not like if we stayed safe for two weeks or two months, we're good to go. You're eventually going to get it. So what are you trying to limit the spread? It was idiotic. But they had no, no efficacy whatsoever from all this stuff. None. Zero. It did nothing. All they did was harass you and act like monsters. Joe Biden saying, oh, people that won't get the vaccine, not a joke. You know, they're they're going to kill the grandma. Remember uh, Andrew Cuomo? If you don't get the shot, you know what's going to happen? Your mother, your grandmother is going to get sick, too. When your grandmother gets the shot, you're going to be a murderer. This is what he was saying. It's true. It's what he was saying. It's why when you're at the bar, you need Cuomo chips. It's a little thing of chips that you buy for a dollar. What What do we mean by that? When you buy the chips, you are allowed... To sit there and drink alcohol and alcoholic beverage, perhaps, uh, I don't know, a screwdriver or uh, a Malibu Sunshine or other such festive beverage. Remember that you had to buy a little thing for a dollar so you could have food at the bar or else the governor of New York said you were being reckless and dangerous and killing grandma. Couldn't just get the drink. You couldn't just have a beer. You had to get the Cuomo chips, too. And then they tried to adjust it. I'm just reminding everybody of this. They tried to adjust the New York State guidance during the summer of 2020 so that it had to be a substantial food order. I mean, what what, what does that even mean? I will never forget this. I, I remember this so well. I went to a, a wine and cheese bar, you know, fancy, in my neighborhood during the pandemic, the summer of 2020. Went to a wine and cheese bar. Actually, no, this might have been summer uh, summer of 2021. Summer of 2021. Because they had vaccine status and all this stuff at that point was already. You had to vaccine passport to go everywhere. And they said, you have to wear a mask, not just for the walk to your chair. Remember, this was the rule in restaurants in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. You have to wear a mask just to walk to your chair. But then this restaurant said, you have to keep your mask on. And they enforced this because they made me. Keep your mask on until the server brings you your first drink. And I looked at the server and I said, okay, but there's a bottle of water and two glasses on the table. She said, no, the first drink that you order. Oh, hashtag science. This is what we were all doing. This is the world that we were living in. This is the world of the crazy libs. Ah, They're all so neurotic. I think ultimately because a lot of them are just sort of terrified and, you know, don't accept that we're all going to die and there's no point worrying about it. And there's a, there's some deeper psychological stuff that we could get into here. But, yeah, Fauci coming in to do cleanup on aisle Biden. No doubt about it. That is what they do. That is what they do. Uh, because who really runs the covid response? Not Joe Biden. It's not Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden could do much of anything these days without people telling him where to go and what to do. We'll come into the uh, Fetterman situation in a second. But if you ever want to invest in real estate, but you didn't have the expertise to get started on your own without making big mistakes, that's how I felt 
until I met my friends at Done For Your Real Estate a few years ago. Here's what they do. They sat down with me, but you can do this all virtually. It's so easy. You don't have to go anywhere. They can do it all on a screen. I know these guys well personally. I've hung out with the founders of Done For Your Real Estate. They're fantastic. Uh, but they say, okay, look, what are you looking to do? Here are the places where we invest and have real expertise, teams on the ground that know the market super well, know what a good price for a house is, know how easy it would be to get a renter. And then they walk you through. You learn so much, which is a part of this that I love. I've learned about real estate investing from working with them. You know, Then they show you. It's all right there for you. They have a pro forma. They'll show you this is what your expected return is. This is what we think the house will be worth. This is your free cash flow. And then you pick a house because they put you in touch with their realtor. You pick a house. You don't have to go see it. The realtor will send you the videos, the photos. Then you get in touch with a, a mortgage lender. They'll help you do that. You buy the house. They'll give you a, a management company contact, put you in touch with them. Management company gets the renter there for you. you don't, I own homes in places I've never even been. But there are renters there, good quality tenants who are living in nice homes that they're paying rent on every month, and I'm building over time. I'm building a real estate portfolio that'll help me in retirement. It's a great system. Go to doneforyoubuck.com, and you'll see how this gets going. I've got my two brothers involved. I've got many of my friends involved. As Done For You clients, I'm a client. You should be too. Go to doneforyoubuck.com. Again, that's doneforyoubuck.com. So the crime issue is obviously a problem for Democrats. And this is why Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, has, for example, come out and said that the axe wielding maniac here in New York, who was released after two hours uh, of after being arrested when he was threatening people with a hatchet. To be technical, it wasn't really I think an axe maybe has to be two handed. This was a hatchet. It was a one handed axe. Uh, But he was enough to, you know, chop off a limb. It's a scary thing. And he uh, is out right away. He's out right away. And sure enough, uh, people are saying, well, that's not a good idea, including the governor of New York, who's a big lib, Kathy Hochul. The crime issue is a big problem. In fact, here over at MSNBC, Steve Kornacki, just as a little digression here, he's one of the smarter uh, leftists at MSNBC. uh, and, And he actually looks at the numbers and data. Here he is saying what I've been telling you for many, many months now, the border crime, the economy, that's where the Republicans win. What about the issues and the strengths for each party? What you see here is you ask people which party would you prefer on these issues? These are the three issues where Republicans score the strongest. The border, crime, and economy by a margin of 36 points, 23 points, and 19 points. Voters say they would prefer the Republicans when it comes to these issues. Yeah. The border, crime, the economy. That should just be the mantra. The border, crime, the economy. Every single Republican candidate needs to be pointing out what a mess uh, the Democrats have made of those issues. Uh, But on crime, I mean, last night, I'm I'm in my apartment in New York City. The windows are vibrating. I'm not kidding. They're actually vibrating from, I guess, the, the reverb of this concert that the imbecile mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, had put on. He put on 10 concerts, apparently, all in different places all over the city. This was in Times Square for respect and unity. That, that was the purpose of the concert, respect and unity. And they brought together some, some hip-hop acts from the 90s, basically, and, and they put on some concert. It was the loudest thing I have ever heard outdoors in New York City anywhere. 
This was number. This is not at a venue. This was just on the street. It's like a street concert, right? This is not in a in a stadium. This is just like they set up the biggest. It was so my everyone in my building. People were complaining. I was seeing them live. They're like, what the heck is going on? It went for five hours, folks. And you know, if it did it's an hour or two, I'd say fine, whatever. A Monday night. This goes until almost midnight in the middle of New York City. The moron mayor of New York thinks this is a good idea for what? Why not just throw a party every day at taxpayer expense? What does this have to do with anything? The city, violent crime's out of control. It's a mess. And this is what Eric Adams is doing when he's not being photographed at Zero Bond, the super you know cool club for models and actors and you know important people in New York to go to. It's crazy. It's crazy. But people who are actually up for re-election or up for election, like John Fetterman, or in the case of Hochul, re-election. Oh, no, no. I guess it would be election because she's the incumbent, but she never actually won anything. Uh, people like Fetterman are realizing the crime issue is a huge, huge weakness for them because they were defund the police people. They were let let's just make it impossible for cops to do their jobs. And we've seen what's happened. I mean, how can you in good conscience as a Pennsylvanian seeing what's going on? Philly has the highest murders uh, murder rate at this point of the year that it has ever had. Last year set its all time record. The prison population in Philadelphia has been brought down 40 percent. And what is the result? People are being shot, stabbed, raped, murdered, killed all over the city in the highest numbers they've ever seen. Uh, What could be a more clear view of how of what failure looks like than what you've already seen? Fetterman is a decriminalized drugs guy, defund the police guy and mass incarceration guy. Now, the problem we face here, eventually even the libs realize, oh, my gosh, we have turned our cities into hellscapes. We need to put adults in charge. Eventually. I'm telling you that right now as a New Yorker, at least in New York City, we're not there yet. We haven't suffered enough. Haven't had enough heinous crimes committed. Haven't had enough people arrested 50 times or 100 times who finally do something so awful that even the woke Democrat DA decides, you know what, I'm actually going to put this person in prison for a while. We haven't suffered enough. So it's really important that everybody who sees reality gets out there. You can't count on libs to say, well, the destruction of cities is bad. They're still living in a fantasy over this stuff. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. Uh, The next migrant flight may well be to Delaware. Remember Wayne's World, guys? Hi. I'm in Delaware. Uh, some of you remember. If you've seen Wayne's World, you remember that. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Wayne's World is a timeless classic. I might even put it in top 10 comedies for feature-length film of all time, not including stand-up uh, specials. But I think Wayne's World is, is uh, phenomenal. The best thing Mike Myers ever did. Austin Powers was okay. It got a little too corny. Um, but uh, Wayne's World 1 was, was amazing. Um, anyway, Delaware never really recovered from that. I'm just going to say it. Delaware, that was rough. These data breaches keep on coming, friends. There was another one just announced recently that involved Social Security numbers. It was an Oklahoma Student Loan Authority technology service. The breach affected over 2 million borrowers. Social Security numbers out there. What happens is the bad guys, first of all, bad guys get into stuff. They get into these repositories of information, the big data breach. Then they put it all over, uh, they put it on the dark web. They put it up for sale. Hey, who wants to buy, you know, 10,000 social security numbers? 500, whatever, 500 social security numbers. I don't know what the price, I don't know what the price is on the dark web for this stuff these days, but this happens all the time. And it could be your stuff. 
because you're using your information online all the time. Then they take out loans, credit cards in your name. You don't even know about this stuff until the collection notices arrive, until your credit's ruined. That's why you need LifeLock by Norton. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives because your personal information gets exposed so often and it's dangerously easy for cybercriminals to steal your identity. But LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com and use promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off lifelock.com, promo code BUCK. Please go check it out. You know what they're saying now, the libs are saying now about the uh, migrant flight to Martha's Vineyard? It's kidnapping! It's human trafficking! What? They're so desperate, and they're really angry about this because they look dumb and they know they look dumb. They look like frauds. They're being mocked by this program. And Ron DeSantis points out it was voluntary. They're lying. This is all garbage. They all sign consent forms to go. And then the vendor that, that is doing this for Florida provided them with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard. It had the numbers for different services on Martha's Vineyard. And then it had numbers for the overall agencies in Massachusetts that handle things involving immigration and refugees. So it was clearly voluntary. And all the other nonsense you're hearing is just not true. And why wouldn't they want to go given where they were? They were in really, really bad shape. Why wouldn't they want to go there? It's Martha's Vineyard. They, they weren't flying them out into the middle of Alaska and dropping them on a snowy mountain peak and saying, good luck. They're bringing them in a beautiful time of year to a paradise that people pay millions and millions of dollars to own homes in. There's basically no crime. There's actually very low population density. There's plenty of unused homes and businesses and... Uh, and inns, but they act like, oh, it's kidnapping. I mean, there's this sheriff down in San Antonio who's going to open an investigation. He's just grandstanding. He's an idiot. But they might be dropping off some more migrants. That's the story right now in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. I've actually been to Rehoboth Beach. Very fancy. It's where Joe Biden has his beach house, which I think is a $4 million or $5 million home. Amazing. Guy works in government. He's got all this money. 10% for the big guy, huh? 10% of... A lot of money from Hunter, I suppose. Oh, yes, the book deal. The other way that they launder money to politicians, give them enormous, enormous book deals that are never actually going to be earned out. But, you know, it's buying influence for the people that own the companies that are writing the checks for these things. So, yeah, that's what we've got, my friends. Will the migrants actually make their way to Biden's vacation paradise? And what will the response of the libs be? I have a feeling it's going to be sunny with a chance of meltdown. So we will be uh, busting that out for you, talking to you about all of that as it comes in the next few days. I think that's likely to be happening. And uh, we have much discussion on the way, friends. As always, thanks for hanging out here. Please, if you're a listener to the show, uh, tell people that it's now expanded. We're doing 25 minutes, as you see here, 25, close to half an hour, whatever, something like that. So we're expanding the show. We want it to grow. Tell more people about it. Bucks Accident Show. So I'll talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 